All right. Hello and welcome everybody. Welcome back to another inspirational messages for today conversation on the everyday is a new day show part of the everyday is a new day show. My name is Kim O'Neill and I'm excited because we are going to be continuing the conversation with reading excerpts from Abraham Hicks, The Astonishing Power of Emotions. Let your feelings be your guide. And if you have been enjoying this, or if you're new to this, of course, absolutely, if you're new to this, then I want you to know this is the fourth conversation in this book. And if you'd like to check out the others, if you missed any of them, we actually, I set up a specific playlist for this book. And uh, there were actually some conversations I did with this book, even prior to this series where I am going through each chapter in the book. And so if you'd like to check those out, definitely check out the playlist here on YouTube and uh, you can watch those as well. As always, I will be reading an excerpt and then we're going to follow up with, with some card pulls and expanding on the message, the inspirations that went to flow through. I have lots of decks here. I have pulled just a select few that feel like they most uh, like they might might have the best messages for us today for whoever shows up for this conversation, whether you are with me live or on the replay. <sighs> and you know, even uh, I want to say for those who have been been present with me as we move through this, um, thank you for your patience because I am simply doing this as. Um, you know, as it fits within my schedule and as it feels right for me. So I appreciate your patience and just being in the flow with it. We are going to do be doing an excerpt from every chapter. Um, uh, but again, I'm just flowing with it. So the last few chapters, the first few chapters, we could say, they were so short and it was so relevant to literally read the entire chapter, entire chapter that that's what I did. With this chapter, chapter three is titled, The Universe Continues to Expand Through You. I won't be reading the entire chapter, but I will, will be reading a good portion of it. So just want you to be aware of that. Um, you know, I like to read through the chapter first and really just see, okay, what stands out most right now? And so, of course, that's what I did with this. And um, there's a lot. There's always a lot because I love this stuff. Um, and I know you do, too. <laughs> uh but I also want to keep it focused on, you know, the, the most relevant pieces. And so, so that's why we're doing the excerpts and, and one more thing I will say about this before we, before I start reading is, is what I love about this is that Abraham is really setting the foundation. Again, if you've seen the others, you know this, but Abraham is really helping to set the foundation to fully grasp and understand how powerful your emotions are. So, so that you're not coming to this information with simply going, Oh, I feel sad. And what that's powerful. What do you mean, Kim? Or I feel happy. And what you mean? That's like really good space to be in, right? You want to have that deeper core understanding of what that means, where it's coming from. And that's what we've been able to really dive into. And so chapter three is a continuation of that. We're going to start with some of that where you see the bigger picture and then they really connect the dots on, on having the, the, it, it then branches into more of the opening of understanding how your emotions connect to all of it. So just a quick little recap on what the previous chapters were. We first started with uh, an excerpt from the preface of this book. And I titled that vibration is a powerful word because it is. And that excerpt highlighted that we then were talking about in chapter one about awakening to who you are. Then chapter two was about remembering the big picture. And now chapter three, they have titled it the universe expands through you. But I want to say that I really wanted to, you know, I almost titled this video allowing yourself to be more of who you are, because that is something that I am a big proponent of that message, allowing yourself to be who you are. And this chapter speaks to that. So anyway, so I wanted to add that. Let's get into the book. Okay. And let me give you the little title there. Okay. So let's get into it. Chapter three, the universe continues to expand through you. 
So you were non-physical source energy and still are. And from that non-physical vantage point, you projected a part of your consciousness here into this physical body. And so here you are exploring the wonderful detail and contrast of this leading edge time-space reality. Now, here in your physical body, you are surrounded by wonderful specific details of contrasting life experience that you are able to decipher through your physical senses. And as you live your life day by day and segment by segment, your personal deciphering of life causes a further expansion of the universe. As you observe your world, you are seeing it through your eyes, hearing it through your ears, and smelling it, tasting it, touching it through your deciphering senses. In other words, you cannot help but see your world through your personal and important perspective of self. And in that natural process of perceiving life from your perspective of self, you cannot help but give birth to new preferences and to desires for things that from your perspective would be even better still. In other words, by living life from your selfish point of view, you are discovering improvements. We'll get to that later. We'll, we'll speak more to that in a moment. Many of our physical friends do not like the idea of being selfish, but that is because they misunderstand a fundamental principle of life. You cannot be other than selfish, for you cannot observe, perceive, or be other than from your perspective of self. All points of consciousness, even one-celled organisms, perceive, and they do so from the ever-changing selfish perspective that they currently hold. Even without words, you are creating. As you live your life, having personal experiences and observing experiences that others are living, you often see things that you clearly do not want. And each time that occurs, a clarification of what you do want erupts within you. Occasionally, the experience is so dramatic that you could clearly state, I don't want that. And I now understand that what I want instead is... You always know more clearly what you do want when you are faced with what you do not want. But whether you are consciously aware of it or not, all day, every day, you are giving birth to new desires that are being born from the details of the life you are living out on the leading edge of thought. Most humans are not aware of this process of expansion. Even when they read these words explaining it, most do not find it of any particular significance to their own life experience. But from your non-physical perspective, before you came forth into this body, you found it compelling. In fact, there was no thought that was more exhilarating to you because you understood then that the entire expansion of the universe occurs in just that way. You knew that your leading edge experience on planet Earth would literally inspire expansion within you, and that the delicious contrast of this time-space reality was the stuff that puts the eternalness in eternity. But, of course, from that non-physical perspective, you were able to see the entire picture of creation and expansion, and that is why we are reminding you again of it now. Your inner being flows with new desires. And so, whether you are consciously aware of your new expanded desire or not, desire is born out of the contrast you are living. For during that process of you knowing what you do not want, the clear expanded idea of what you prefer instead is born. And your inner being, or the source within you, turns its undivided attention to that new expanded idea. Now, this is the most important part of this story of creation and of your physical human leading edge creative part in it. In the moment that a new and improved version of life is born out of the life you are living, you have the option of aligning with the new idea or of resisting it. And the choice that you make in that moment is really what this book is all about. But even more important, it is what your life of joy or of misery is about. For that is the point of your joyfully allowing you to be you or not.
So from your non-physical perspective or source perspective, before your birth into this physical body, you eagerly understood these things. One, you would be focused in a physical body. Two, you would be living amongst a wide variety of contrast. Three, the contrast that you would be living would stimulate new ideas of improvement and expansion within you. Four, the broader non-physical part of you, your inner being, would embrace the new ideas fully and would literally become their vibrational equivalent. Now I'm going to just kind of sift through a little bit here. The next section, I won't read the full section, but it is titled Thought Always Precedes Manifestation. Everything that exists in what you see as reality or manifested form was at one time an idea that was thought upon long enough that by the law of attraction, it reached the maturity in which you now hold it. Nothing exists that is outside of this process of creation. And I'm just going to skip on over to the last page here and read a little more before we close out the excerpt. As you sift through the details of your life experience, day by day and moment by moment, you radiate a constant barrage of vibrational offerings. We call them rockets of desire. You radiate them outward. With each vibrational rocket of desire, the source within you, the source from which you have come, the source still focused from the non-physical perspective, focuses intently upon your newly expanded version of life and becomes it. And as this never-ending process continues from you living life and coming to new and improved conclusions about what you desire at both spoken and unspoken levels, that broader non-physical part of you expands. Your hopes and dreams and intentions and ideas for improvement are held for you in a sort of a vibrational escrow. And that escrow account, if you will, is held for you, tended for you, and nurtured for you, waiting for your withdrawal from it. Not only is it being held for you, but the larger part of you has already become it and is constantly and eternally calling the physical part of you toward it. So now, what is actually happening is that the physical you is being called forward by the non-physical you for the completion of that idea that you have given birth to. And in its purest, non-resisted form, that calling feels to you like passion or enthusiasm. And so now the most important question is, are you letting you join the newly created, newly expanded version of you? I'm going to say that again. And so now the most important question is, are you letting you join the newly created, newly expanded version of you? And the answer to that all important question lies in the way that you feel. The better you feel, the more you are allowing that connection. And the worse you feel, the more you are disallowing or resisting that connection. When you feel love or joy or any positive emotion, you are literally being the expanded version that life has caused you to become. When you feel fear, anger, or despair, or any negative emotion, you are not, in this moment, by virtue of whatever it is that you are giving your attention to, allowing yourself to be that new expanded version. You are not letting yourself keep up with who you have become. <sighs> I just love this. And so that concludes the excerpt that I wanted to share with you from chapter three of The Astonishing Power of Emotions. And if you followed along with that, you can see the, the connection between the recognition of the bigger picture, the part of you that is being focused down into your physical body and experiencing the contrast of life. Abraham Hicks brought to us the phrase clarity through contrast that as you sift through the contrast, experiencing things in life that you don't want to experience, things that you don't like, of course, it elicits through you greater clarity on what you do want to experience, right? And sometimes as humans, 
we actually benefit then from taking that, taking a step further with it, not just automatically going, oh, now I know exactly what I want. We understand that, oh, I really don't want that. And we might want to take some time to go, so what does that mean I actually do want, right? And gain some clarity or have some, take some time to sit with that so that we can gain clarity on what it is we do want. So that we don't maintain our focus on the thing that we don't want. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't like that. I can't stand that, right? We go, oh, okay, that is an opportunity. That's a gift to me to go, okay, what I really do want is this. It looks like this because I actually choose to feel more, you know, right, more happy, more uh, excited, more enthusiastic, more in a space of love and expansion and right being in that space of what truly lights you up. And so then, ah, that's your cue. Let's redirect our attention into that space. Both can be true. And that's where it's so key to recognize, wait a second, where am I focused? Am I focusing on the truth of the thing I don't want? Or am I focusing on the truth of the thing that I do want? Through that focus of your attention, of being tuned in. Abraham didn't talk about focus in this chapter yet. I'm sure we will get there. Um, But that's what's really coming up for me as we talk about this. Of being really tuned into what it is that you're feeling, identifying those feelings. Oh, I don't like that thing. Oh, yeah. How am I feeling right now? Oh, yeah. I don't like this feeling. What would I rather feel? Choose a different feeling state and start to paint a picture of what it is you do want to experience, what you do want to create, what you do want to see more of. You have the ability to create that because as Abraham was just talking about, everything was first created with thought. And I personally, I kind of go back and forth with this. There, uh, you know, some people actually say, I think it goes both ways. Everything is created first with thought, but everything is also created first with a feeling. But I, you know, to me, it's not something to to debate or argue with. You could drill down everything and find somewhere in there, there was a beginning thought or a beginning emotion, a beginning, right? There's something. So recognizing the power of your thoughts and clearly the power of your emotions to really dial you into, ooh, this feels good. This lights me up or, ooh, that doesn't. And therefore, I'm going to shift my attention And start to create the picture of what I do want to experience more of, what I do want to be aligned with, because our focus is part of that connection point. So so if you are just tuning in, then I do encourage you to, to definitely check out what we just read from The Astonishing Power of Emotions. Let your feelings be your guide. And hello to all of our podcast listeners out there as well. So good to have you here. As always, let me know what you're taking away from these conversations. We're about to move into pulling some cards to expand on the conversation. Um, And today's conversation, of course, is focused on the universe expanding through you. But also, as I was also feeling called to say, is we're also talking about allowing yourself to be more of who you are. It's one thing to say, this is who I am. It's one thing to say, yes, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I, I know who I am. I, I choose to embrace and love who I am. Are you allowing yourself to fully expand into who you are as you are an extension of the universe? We have the ability to restrict that or to resist that. And our feelings are our guide. Like a sailboat, your feelings are, are the rudder. Like, ooh, ooh. Am I going to shift over here or stay over here? So, okay. I'm just kind of saying the same thing in many, many, many different ways, aren't I? Okay, let's go ahead and we're going to put the ticker at the bottom there. And I'm going to go ahead and pull some cards. We're going to expand on this message. And so, as I mentioned at the beginning, I pulled a variety of decks that felt appropriate for today's conversation. I don't always know why, so we'll just see what wants to come through. And I'm going to share with you my personal deck. Of course, it's a in a very plain white box, but you now can purchase this deck if you would like to. Uh, I'll share more information on that later. But the Everyday is a New Day deck. So let's get started with a message from the Everyday is a New Day deck. See what additional message wants to come through. 
for all of our live and replay viewers. Okay, we have two that flipped out. Oh my gosh, yes, I so love this. Okay, so the very first one we have is the question, how can this be more fun for you? I literally just said this exact same thing earlier today in a pre-recorded podcast conversation that will be airing in about a month. This is such a fantastic question. If you are doing something and you're like, gosh, why isn't this more fun? Or I want to enjoy this more. This, this should be more fun. It's best to not shit on yourself, but if you find yourself doing that, or you just simply want something to feel more fun, ask yourself, how can this be more fun for you? And then be open to receiving the answer because I guarantee you will receive insight on that. And the second one we have here is, oh, I love this one. Okay. So choosing to have faith requires taking action in the face of uncertainty. Waiting until you have more evidence before you decide to take action is not an act of faith. So what is this saying? This is saying a few things. First off, we're not, we're not downplaying the value of waiting. Waiting absolutely can play a necessary role in life, right? We know that, right? You don't want to just jump on everything. Um, and sometimes that's exactly what you're meant to do. And so if you're in a space of thinking, well, I am, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm waiting for the universe to give me a message, right? And I'm waiting for the universe to make it happen. Remember that you were in co-creation with the universe. It's you and the universe. And if you know that you're in a space of, it's just time to trust, it's just time to have faith, then what does it mean to actually exercise that faith? It's not simply holding a, a, a space for a belief within you. It's actually taking action on that. And at some point you may be called to say, you know what, when have I waited enough? Have I waited enough? <laughs> you can, you can wait long enough, do all the other things. And then finally realize there's only one thing left to do. And that's to take action on the thing that you have uncertainty about. And that's what will yield you the next bit of information, the added piece of clarity that maybe you have been waiting for. So, okay, we've got those two messages. Let's see what else wants to come through. We're now going to pull a message from the Abraham Hicks Wellbeing Cards deck. Apologize for that loud noise if that was loud for our audio listeners. Okay see what additional message wants to come through. Let me just adjust here for a moment. Okay. Okay. What additional message wants to come through from Abraham Hicks for everybody watching or listening to today's conversation? Oh, hello. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is gorgeous. How wonderful I am. Look at that beautiful picture. We were talking earlier about the non-physical coming down and being focused into your physical body and see if for all of our YouTube visual viewers here, you can see the image of this girl being made of stars, being made of the universe. The back of the card says, we are wanting to awaken within you, your memory of how wonderful you are, how good you are, and how worthy of whatever you are wanting. You are. What? Wait, let me read that part again. How good you are and how worthy of whatever you are wanting you are. Okay. Yeah. It does sound slightly awkward, but this is beautiful. I don't, I don't recall if this card has ever come out before. You are wonderful. You are amazing. You are worthy. And I'm going to read that again because there are a lot of key words in this. We are wanting to awaken within you, which implies that, yes, we come here to, we, you know, we come here to earth. We're living life. We learn from the, the other people around us who may or may not, um, may or may not have the same, uh, 
vision of life uh, may or may not have, of course, the same dreams, um, same goals, may or not may not think as big as you would like to think for yourself, right? And so then you have experiences that can awaken that within you. You meet new people, you hear new information, and something new gets birthed within you. You experience certain contrast and something within you may go, no, it doesn't have to be this way. It can be better. Just as the chapter was saying, it can be better. I can do better. I choose to see better. I, I, I am uncertain. I don't know if, I don't know how it's going to happen and awaken within you, your memory of how wonderful you are. You are so much more than this physical body. So much more. What more wants to be awakened within you? What more is, is the expanded version of you wishing for your physical self to remember? How good you are and how worthy of whatever you are wanting you are. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. Okay. I, that feels complete right there. So, okay. going to put the rest of that one back. And as always, begin to, let me go ahead and take this out, begin to ask yourself, you know, what are you, like, what are you feeling as you're listening to today's conversation? What are you feeling? What's coming through for you? Allow yourself to, to listen to your emotions, listen to your intuition, to recognize if there's a certain part of you that is calling your attention. Maybe you're not used to listening to that, right? Our body speaks to us through our emotions and our emotions can be related to external circumstances. It can also be related to literally something going on within your body. Our body is a fantastic communicator. And sometimes it is simply, simply us uh, learning to tune into that and really understand and go, oh, this is what I'm feeling right now. Okay. And now that I know what I'm feeling, now I know I have a choice. Do I want to continue to feel this or shift into something else? Okay. Let's choose another card. Actually, we're not going to choose. We're going to let one come to us. We're now going to pull a card from the mirrors deck, Janet Starr and Jeff Rolland. Yeah, we're not pulling a card. We're going to let a card pop out. It, it's a certain phrasing. Hmm. I might rethink that. Okay, let's see what additional message wants to come through. This deck is fantastic with questions and images. I love that. Just to further expand and add to the conversation. Okay. Ooh. Oh, we have two again. Interesting. Okay, we have attachment. Mm, good. It says, what will happen if your bonds break? What will happen if your bonds break? Okay, let's see what the next one is. Cause and effect. Okay, I feel like there's some, yeah, there's, there's an underlying message here. Cause and effect. Did you know that the universe never forgets a thing? Okay, so... Again, as always, take what resonates, leave what does not. So these two cards go together. So we had attachment with the image of a chain link. And yeah, yeah and of course, they're connected. They're, they're chained together. And then we have cause and effect and dominoes falling down. So let's just talk about this right now. So do you have an attachment to... certain beliefs. That's a very common one for so many people, for all of us, I want to say. Do you have an attachment to certain beliefs that don't feel good and are keeping you in a space that also doesn't feel good? If whatever you're attached to, it's going to have a ripple effect, just the law of attraction. It's, I mean, that's basically what this is. It's the law of attraction. Whatever we choose to focus on, we generate an energy towards. Yeah. I realize we're expanding today's uh, chapter conversation into that direction of focus because, because as Abraham was saying, you have the option 
you have the option. Let's let's go back to that part. Let's go back to that part in the book. In the moment that a new and improved version of life is born out of the life you are living, you have the option of aligning with the new idea or of resisting it. So when we have attachments to certain things, right? Maybe you just saw something that like, oh my gosh, I want that. I really want that. But maybe you are super attached to something else that is going to, if you stay attached to it, it's going to have a cause and effect that prevents you from fully leaping into that next thing that you want. And so then this is where, you know, okay, looking at what are those beliefs, right? Are they serving me? This is where we talk about limiting beliefs. Or you can start to break certain attachments and generate a new cause and effect. Because if you aren't attached to those things that are holding you back, then you can create a new effect that supports you in aligning with the thing that you truly want to experience more of. And this can be anything. This, this can truly be anything. This is, um, can be beliefs about yourself. This can be, uh, how you feel about your career, how you, um, your relationships with people. Um, you know, of course money, this, I mean, this can be, this is literally anything and everything. What we're attached to, is it in greatest alignment? And how do you know if it's in alignment with you by how you feel? And I just also want to say for, I mean, for those people who, you know, maybe you're not in the habit of really tuning into how you feel and, and recognizing if something feels good or not, right. You can become so attached to discomfort that you don't even recognize it. Oh my goodness. That's a, such a conversation, deep conversation right there, huh? Hmm. If that's you, just take a moment to take a deep breath. It's okay. Just breathe through it. We don't know what we don't know until we know. <laughs> and I do like the phrase of, you know, and I'm paraphrasing here. There's there's some sort of quote out there, a phrase about, um, you know, when you know better, you do better. But you know what? I don't entirely agree with that because you can certainly know better or know of doing better, know how to do better. And yet if you are in a state of attachment, a habit of doing things a certain way, thinking a certain way, then you may not do better. You may know what's better and yet you still have the option to align with that new thing or not. It truly is up to you. And there will always be that cause and effect. Cause and effect. Here we go. Okay, we could go deeper with so much more there, but I feel like that covers the gist of it. So we're going to continue on. I've got about four more decks here. We're going to pull some cards from and just expand on the conversation, the message. Are you allowing yourself to be more of who you are? I am now, okay, so I typically do not pull from this deck, at least at least in these conversations, but um, it, I just, I felt drawn to it today, so we'll see what comes through. So we're now going to pull a card from the Angel Answers Oracle deck. Okay, and two just slid out the second I opened that up. Are those our two? Okay, I'm thinking no. Okay, so let's see then what wants to come through. So th this, this deck has a variety of answers. If you have a specific question, a yes or no question or a time-based question, feel free to, to ask it. And um, I'm just giving you a heads up in case, you know, an answer that speaks to time or a yes or no question may come through. Let's see. Okay, what message wants to come through? For everybody who views today's conversation or listens to it on podcast platforms. 
feeling such gratitude for you. Thank you for being here. Okay, let's see what message wants to come through. two came out again. Interesting. Okay. So we have here, <laughs> take action, take action. And the next one is in the near future. <laughs> take action in the near future. Well, that is very fitting in regards to our, our, one of our first cards, choosing to have faith requires taking action in the face of uncertainty. And here we have the universe affirming it even more. And I want to highlight, so on this card here, the take action card, it, there's the image of an angel on a unicorn. And then there's this beautiful, bright, shining star with a rainbow trailing behind it. Um, right there in alignment with the angel's arm. It's, it's a little faint but maybe you can see that if you're here on YouTube with me. So the angel's arm is up and the shooting star is through it. And I just want to highlight that because that to me is, is another representation of how you are in co-creation with the universe. Remember we had the, we have here, this being is made of stars. And when you choose to take action, and create, you're allowing those stars to expand out into the universe, allowing yourself to be more of who you are. You're made up of stardust and you choose to take action and spread that light, spread that beautiful, wonderful, gorgeous energy of who you are out into the universe in a way that only you can. And that's why it's so key for you to know who you are, embrace who you are, and allow yourself to be who you are. The word be, it's an action verb. You don't be who you are in silence. You don't be who you are. I mean, you can, right? So context is everything, right? So maybe you are someone who does something in silence and that's you being you. But being most in alignment with your truth of what it means to be who you are. If, if you know that you're not fully allowing yourself to be who you are, know that you are a gift to the universe. You are a gift to the world. You truly are. And the more you allow yourself to love that and be that, spread that. Spread that light. Spread your ideas. Create that thing that only you can create. Oh my gosh. It's beautiful. There's a rainbow in this. That's that expansive, colorful, vibrant energy that comes through when you take action and allow yourself to align with what truly feels good for you. Rather than resist the thing that feels good, you align with it and you take action on it. You spread it, you bit, you unleash it. <sighs> okay. That was good, that was really good. I don't typically pull from this deck and uh, yeah. That was great. That was great. Fantastic message for today. Okay, we're going to pull from one more angel deck, and uh, then we've got two more decks after this. Now we're going to pull from messages from your angels. <sighs> Let's see what additional message wants to come through. Okay, I'm going to set this one aside. Let's see if there's another one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's see. 
I'm going to go again, see if there's one more. Oh, okay. Oh, geez, we got three. I'm just going to read them all. <clears throat> okay, so we have a total of five. The three that just popped out right now, we have Indriel. You are a light worker. God needs you to shine your divine light and love like an angel upon the earth and all of its inhabitants. Oh my goodness, how beautiful. <sighs> These messages are always aligned and always resonate and I love it. These conversations are also always an example of how when we are focusing our energy, the universe co-creates with us to expand, to, to show us how things align. And it all starts with what we choose first, what we choose to focus on first, right? Let me know if you're, let me know if you see that. I, I hope so. Um, oh, I love this. Okay. Let's see. Two other cards that popped out. We have here. Oh, I love it. Oh, we have Rosetta. You have a gift for working with young people and your divine purpose involves helping, teaching, or parenting children. I love that. Okay. We also have Serena. I am the angel of abundance. You will receive the money that you need and God is in charge of how that will happen. Have faith. Okay. So this is a fantastic example. Here we go. This is a fantastic example. Well, it's, uh, I don't know. I just want to highlight this, I guess. I want to highlight the example of, of the range of faith, right? Sometimes we're talking about having faith, trusting and believing in something, uh, despite not being able to see it. And then sometimes it's key for us to recognize that to fully step into that energy of faith, it's going to require us to take an action. But not everything requires us to take an immediate action. Sometimes you've you've done all the work. And simply the only thing left for you to do is to be, to be more of you. But if you haven't taken that step yet, right? And that's where you definitely want to take that next step of action. Ah, love this. Okay, the two other cards, I felt like the cards were kind of giving... Uh, Okay, so so I held the cards up for our our, our YouTube viewers um, that was just kind of showing how the cards were like kind of peeking out and bit by bit, they were peeking out a little more. And so those were some of the cards that I just set to the side. Let's see what those ones say. So the first one was, hmm, the first one is Xana. And it says, you are protected from all types of harm. The worst is now behind you. I ask you to relax and feel safe. Uh, I got something on my finger. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay. Let's see what the other one says before I say anything else about that one. Archangel Uriel. Yes. Okay. It says Archangel Uriel. Your emotions are healing, which enables you to open to greater love. I will help you release anger and unforgiveness from your heart and mind. So, oh, so beautiful. So, so I, let me connect the dots here. If, if you're, if you don't see it yet. Um, what is a reason of why a person might not allow themselves to be more of who they are, to expand into the thing that is, that is calling them, right? You see something that, oh, I truly desire that. And maybe you hold yourself back from it. It might be because you're feeling fearful. Maybe you're not feeling safe, not feeling protected. I feel like there's so many different things I could say here. So I just kind of pause there. I, I think it's key to remember that you are not alone. You have 
protection. You can call on the angels at any time. Call on your source, your higher power, whatever it is you like to reference. And allow yourself to still feel your emotions. And when I say feel your emotions, not simply go, oh, I'm fearful, right? But go, you know, tune into what, what are your emotions teaching you about um, what you're drawn towards more or what prevents you from being more of who you are? What are the beliefs that keep you in that place? Um, do those beliefs feel good? If they don't, what would be a belief that would support you in feeling better? What are some new beliefs that would make it easier for you to heal, easier for you to feel safe and protected, easier for you to know that the worst is now behind you and that it's safe to reopen to greater love? I remember the first time that I heard that we are uh, most empowered and most protected when we have an open heart. I remember when I first heard that, I thought, what? That sounds so you know counterintuitive. That sounds backwards, doesn't it? And yet, when you have an open heart, which means you're not resisting the flow of what feels good, you're not resisting going towards that thing that you love, that feels so amazing to you. When you're not doing that, that means you're in a space of flow. That means your heart is open. That means you're allowing. You know, it doesn't mean that you don't ever experience new contrast, that you don't ever experience new moments of, of fear or anxiety or uncertainty. It means you go, ah, okay, there it is. And, you know, what, what am I learning from this? And what's really true for me? What do I really choose to be aligned with? What serves me in the best way so that I can be more of who I am? right? You might be afraid to be who you are. And if that resonates for you, you are not the first. I think everyone, it, well, maybe not everyone. I, I just had an amazing conversation with, uh, with an upcoming guest on the Every Day is a New Day show who, you know, some people really have an amazing foundation in life that supports them in practically always feeling confident but I know so many others do not. And so if you resonate with that and you're feeling like, what do you mean? I've only been shown that it's not okay for me to be who I am. I've only been shown that uh, this type of, of, of being, this way of being, or this, you know, the, this belief system that only this is accepted. And yet I'm feeling a calling to go towards something that's different, something that's other, something that you know, maybe all these other people that you consider to be your people, maybe they're not going to follow you over there. And I get that. <laughs> That's been part of my personal experience. I completely get that. And you're not alone. There's so many people who've had that experience. And so it's your call. It's your call. This is your life. And here's the thing, those same people, they may not come with you initially, but they may come later. And I also want to ask you, ask yourself, you know, at what expense are you willing to, I want to say, give up on you, follow, follow the crowd at the expense of giving up on you. I hope this is making sense, resonating. I know for some of you it is. Hopefully all of you it is. Anyway, so whew, these are beautiful messages. We have two more card decks we're going to pull from, and we're going to close out this conversation. So let's now pull from Louise Hayes, How to Love Yourself card deck. Because remember how wonderful you are. If you are resonating with being surrounded by people who are not going to love the real you, then that's why it's even more key for you to love the real you, the version of you that you feel called 
to expand into. And nothing has to be wrong with who you've been up until this moment. That served a purpose, right? That's who you were. Love that. Love that. And if you're feeling called to shed some skin, transition from the caterpillar to the butterfly. It's very key that you love yourself. You love yourself in the process. You allow yourself to, oh, we didn't, we didn't speak to the word selfish, right? I love that Abraham Hicks brings that into it because we have so many beliefs around what selfishness uh, means here as humans, right? Um, and so, so yeah, so I'll just say a few words about that. So they're using the word selfish from the perspective of, you know, hey, if you're going to choose to be more of who you are, and you recognize that there are these other things or people, circumstances, whatever it may be, that are preventing you from fully allowing yourself to be who you are, then that's going to require you to be more selfish for you to own and honor who you are. There is no one else out there in the world like you. And if even you were choosing to not be you, then in... You're not only depriving yourself, you are depriving other people because you get to be an ex, an example, a representation of what it looks like to fully be who you are, to, to love who you are, to showcase for some, some other, you know, maybe, did this one really resonate for you? You have a gift for working with young people and your divine purpose involves helping, teaching, or parenting children. If this resonates for you, then think about yourself in that, that role of being a role model. What are you modeling for those children? Are you modeling that it is safe to be who you are? That it can be fun? How can this be more fun? Maybe you're simply thinking, gosh, I just freaking want my life to be more fun. I want feeling like me to be more fun. How can you allow that to be more fun for you? Ask yourself that question and see what shows up. Okay, let's, uh, you know, and so let's see, what else do we want to say about expansion or say about being about selfishness? We're not talking about being inconsiderate, right? That's not what's being spoken of. So I think, I feel like that's the dialogue, the inner dialogue that starts to come up when people hear the word selfish, right? If someone is being selfish, then they're being inconsiderate of other people. They're being rude. They're being egotistical, right? Certainly there's that form of selfishness. And that's not what we're talking about here in this conversation, we're talking about being selfish enough to be that first person who loves and fully embraces and accepts all of who you are and allows yourself to be that in the world. Because in that space, then you can fully love and accept and embrace others too, right? And so just think about that. If you are feeling called to love and embrace more of yourself. And yet you're recognizing there are all these people over here who are not going to like that new version of you. Then what does that say about the degree of love they may have for themselves? So you may be that first example, that first representation of what it looks like to love yourself to fully accept this is who I am and it's okay. It's safe for me to be who I am in the world. Ugh, okay. I could go on and on. I love this stuff. I love, I love this topic. Okay. Let's pull a self-love card. Thank you for bearing with me as we just continue to expand on that conversation there. Okay. What self-love message wants to come through for all of our viewers and listeners today? That was way too many, way too many. Okay, let's see. What do I have? What do I see first? With affirmations, I claim my inner power. That's what's that's what's on the floor. Let's we're gonna get another one <laughs> that I can hold up for you. Okay, what message wants to come through? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm gonna say everything wants to come through. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay, what do we have here? Oh. Okay, I think this is the one. It says, I take a nice deep breath and release all resistance to healing. Wow. 
I take a nice deep breath and release all resistance to healing. And the back says, I listen with love to my body's messages. I listen with love to my body's messages. <laughs> the universe is always speaking to us. And the way that we can start to decipher what those messages are is through our feelings and our physical body is a conductor for those, those messages, right? Just like when it's cold outside and your little hairs start to stick up. Uh, those are your receptors. Oh, it's cold. I better put on a jacket. I better go where it's warm. You encounter something you don't like and maybe you feel in your gut. Ah, I can't stand this. And do you allow yourself to stay immersed in that energy? Or do you recognize that it doesn't feel good? And you choose to go, wait a second. No, I want something different. I want, I want something that feels better, right? You may not know fully what that, what that something better is. You just know that it's not that, whatever that was, right? And so you can simply start to say, you know what? I choose me. I choose to feel better. I choose to feel more at ease. I choose to feel more peaceful. I love the way ease and peace feels. And then as you start to talk yourself into this space, and maybe it's just inside your mind, but I encourage you to also use your voice, talk yourself into a better feeling space. You may then start to get a vision, have even more clarity of what would it look like to have more ease, have more peace, have more clarity. Oh my gosh, if I'm in more of that space, I get to be more allowing. I get to feel more love. I get to feel more relaxed. I get to feel more fun. And continue with that thread. We have one more card deck we're going to pull from, and I just simply want to say... The Abraham Hicks phrase, there is so much love here for you. That is what's coming through right now. There is so much love here for you. And I hope you are allowing yourself to tune into that, sense that, embrace that, receive that. That love exists for you here and now, right now, as you are, whether you've already chosen to be your expanded, amazing self or whether you're in a space of recognizing there's certain resistance to that. It's not you are loved when, it's you are loved now, right now, as you are. The universe wants to expand through you and is continually always, 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 always sending down to you waves of vibrant love, and light. And those two words are so much more than simply a catchphrase. And you have the option of choosing to receive that love and light or resist it, to flow with it, allow it to flow to you and through you, or to resist it and say, nope, nope, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to just do this thing that feels safe or whatever it may be right? You have that right. And we don't need to make that wrong, but you get to experience more abundance. You get to experience more love when you allow yourself to be in more of a state of, of non-resistance, of flow and allowing. And you can do it by piece by piece, one thing at a time. What's one thing you can choose to re release resistance on today? Maybe you're, you simply start with Okay, yes, I do want to be in more of a relaxed state. I do want to be in more of a state of non-resistance. So I choose to allow myself to be open to having more clarity on what that means for me, what that looks like. And then I'm going to encourage you to journal it, journal on that so you can retain some of this stuff because as time goes by, right, you receive certain insights and inspirations and then you might start to forget certain things as you continue to bump up against other contrast through life, right? So it can be helpful to revisit some of your previous journal entries and to remind yourself of certain ahas and insights you've had 
as well as there are going to be times when you revisit some of that stuff and you go, oh my goodness, look how far I've come. Mm, those are good moments. Okay, we are going to close out with a card from the Rebel deck. So if you're not familiar with this deck, then um, beware because there are curse words on this deck. <laughs> and um, I will not say those curse words out loud. Out loud. At least I will uh, do my best not to. <laughs> I think I accidentally did last time. Um, but let's see. These are fun. These are fun. I think they're fun. And sometimes they're actually all the time. They are direct and maybe slightly harsh. And uh, but sometimes they're just perfect and just just what's needed for the moment. So let's see what message wants to come through to add to our conversation about the universe expanding through you, you allowing yourself to be more of who you are, recognizing that you have that power to be open and align with what feels good or to resist it. Your feelings are your guide. Okay, what message wants to come through? Okay, let's see. It's on the floor over there, but I think I can read it from here. So give me a second. Mm, it's a very nice message. It says, help people do good. No, help people give back, do good-ish for humanity. Ish. You can insert another word for that there. That's a good one. Okay, let's see. Oh, there we go. That was awesome. That was, do you see that one? That totally popped up. <laughs> okay, so they broke your heart. And on the back, it says, F them. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I said, I told you, I told you they're sometimes direct, sometimes uh, a bit harsh, abrupt. <sighs> what I see with this card. Maybe you had your heart broken. Mm, totally get that one. And sometimes that's the, you know, that's, we don't get the ending to a certain story that we really wanted. Man, those are hard. I know how hard those are. We don't get the ending to a story that we really, really wanted. And you get to feel that own it, and then choose to move on. So I haven't said this part yet, but this is very key. In no way are we ever saying that your emotions are a bad thing. Your emotions, especially when you feel them strongly, you've got to allow yourself to feel them. We're not talking about ignore your feelings, deny them, and just quickly walk away and, and move on. When you feel when you feel something really strongly, that means you've already got momentum going on there. You feel them deeply. And so if you haven't already allowed yourself to just fully recognize that and accept something for what it is, then that's going to be a first step. And then choosing to heal, allow yourself to walk away and move on. You develop some new beliefs <laughs> um, that will support you in that as you create your new, better reality, right? Sometimes there's something that did once feel really, 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 really good. And then it went sour for whatever reason, maybe com reasons completely out of your control. And it's key to make sure that you're not living in the space of at the, um, what is it that I'm wanting to say here? It's something like misalignment of, of what was right at one point it may have been aligned. And then for reasons beyond your control, it no longer is aligned now. And so you would want to allow yourself to embrace that truth Okay, so you can shift back into feeling good again. You deserve that. Okay, let's see if there's one more message. One more message to close out today's conversation. 
But again, remembering that there is so much love here for you. The universe, God, source, your higher self. You are so loved. Okay, what do we have here? We have nice. <laughs> okay, we'll let this be the last one. It says, take an effing trip. And the back says, go see some ish. Do some new things. Talk to people cooler than you. <laughs> okay, so um, you're freaking cool, right? Remember, you are wonderful. You're freaking amazing. And if you're in the space of feeling heartbroken, if you're in the space of feeling heartbroken, what would be more fun for you? Allow the, the attachment, the bond to break so you can create a new effect. Your emotions are healing which enables you to open to greater love. The angels are helping you to release anger, forget unforgiveness from your heart and mind. And in the near future, take action. Go on a trip. Let that energy, let a new environment, the energy of a new environment to shake things up for you in one of the best ways possible to remind you that there are, are other people, there's other life out there, right? When we have a broken heart, we can just be so immersed in it that we forget there's, there's still a lot more out there for us. Choosing to have faith requires taking action in the face of uncertainty. Okay. I can ramble on and on because I love these conversations. I love these messages and I love connecting with you in this way. So thank you for being here. And I would love to hear from you. What did you resonate most with from today's conversation? Uh, let me know down in the comments. If you enjoyed this, Please do share it with someone else, someone that you love, someone you know that would love it. And just know I'm here on YouTube. We're also on all the podcast platforms. And today's particular conversation, um, you know what? I didn't air on Facebook, but many others I have. So I'm also on Facebook. So uh, you can definitely check me out there. And the links are, are in the description of this video. So grateful to have you here. Remember how wonderful you are and that you are made of so much light. And so spread your light. You're amazing. Let your light shine. Bye, everybody.